All right, so Nora, thoughts on Andrew Tate? What do you think? What do you think? I think he's just literally like the guy MMA version of Trisha Paytas. Like he says big words that way he gets screen time. Like literally, that's what I believe. I think that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, he really, really? Likes to contradict himself. I, I don't know. About all right, that. Yo, let her finish. Yeah. I don't know about saying. all that. All right, let her finish. Let her finish. I think if a girl said half of what he said, Lord, let there be like it's uh, sometimes like like a girl's if a girl has an OnlyFans account, then that property like he's her property like what is this like the 15th century Oh, yeah, she's right. That's why 80% of what he says is true. I don't think I don't it's, know. I don't know if it's 80. It might be like, uh, no, I would say it's 80 because, like, what he advocates for is like on the right track here. Like, what is your opinion on OnlyFans? And like, what does, he, what does he advocate for, though? He advocates for self improvement and like seeking the uncomfortable. Like, the uncomfortable is what makes you grow as a person and like doing what sucks every day. That's David Goggins' mentality right there. So, if you do that, that's how you actually grow. But it's like, what yeah, he's saying the way he, I think, is like, you know, like, what, the way he says it sometimes and like the way what he's saying is just kind of himself. like messed up a little bit. His whole persona is the advocate for like bettering yourself. Like that's like why everyone follows him. Like I think he's a godsend for teenage guys like around yeah, the country. Did, now they're hardening themselves. Everyone's herself. working out now because of him. Everyone's like literally improving themselves in every way possible. Reading self-development books, doing everything. Respectfully, I disagree. I think that he's really great for misogyny. Um, if we want to promote misogyny, I think he's great for that. I think he's really great if we want to take feminism back or not even feminism, but like the modern feminism movement is a, it's, I have some issues with that, but I think, I think some of what he says is bringing women's rights back a couple years and the way he presents himself and the way that he thinks of women is unacceptable. And I think it allows young men to think that it's okay to treat women in a certain way. I agree with you. Drew, what do you think? No, I agree. Like some of his claims are kind of wild when he talks about women, but I agree with all the stuff he says about like working out and like. Drew, why did you become a feminist? I've never been. Bro, that's just. That's I'm, just... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> that's, just <regular laughs> that's just regular logic. Yeah. No, okay, look. No, but I do agree with him. Like, yeah. Hard work, but like I feel like our society nowadays it's kind of soft, and like you should harden it up. But yeah, like he, he, there's some, there's some good stuff he says, but a lot of the stuff he says about like you know like real world issues in terms of like you know woman politics whatever people don't really agree with even like diet his, his dieting advice is a little questionable sometimes but i feel like, like he's just saying it for like advertisement to get the views for his, like, yeah but look at how we got to where he is like he wouldn't be where he is today without that mindset yeah, that nobody belief. even knew yeah but when he was a kickboxer nobody even knew who he was yeah yeah but look why is he why is are so many people paying attention now? i think like, because why? he says crazy stuff no, I think yeah, that's what people that's watch because he has like a cult following if you see it right yeah like he doesn't have a tiktok account but yeah, all he his also followers like, loves to sell I, mean, I don't know if you know but like he like has like a self-help website and like him saying these wild things then like leads to more views this self-help thing and like to me that's crazy like I don't know if you've ever heard of what he said about his sister, but he's like, I don't talk to my sister because the only thing that women are good for are to either like, I can't wait to get in your pants. Or well, that's why I said 80%, 80%. I don't know about 80%. I'll give you like maybe 50, 50. Not even 80%. He's like, like there, there's all like 2% of women. I feel like sometimes he like tries to say, like, it's two things. At first, I feel like sometimes he tries to say stuff that's good, but then just ends up taking like a really bad twist. And then the second, like the other situation is when like, 
he actually does says like say like some you know some decent stuff uh but a lot of it is like kind of clouded within like misogyny and like random outlandish takes no i think he's trying to be controversial on purpose yeah just to, to get just the to get the views well that's smart yeah i mean that's, yeah, why, that, I mean, that's also is, why people I mean, respect him to, i mean that is why he's trying to run a business right like hustle's university most of the people are coming through this and i found out that let's say you you recommend a friend yeah. you earn 50% of the profits exactly so like, why wouldn't you You're if you say money. controversial shit that gets you views and views will make you money and like that's why so, it's a so it's a, wait, but see, doesn't doesn't controversial stuff affect the actual message of what you're saying though? Like, well, most it. of what he says is actual like it's good stuff. Like you ever hear he said, "Do not miss the forest for the trees." Every action you take is molding who you are as a person. Every time you sleep in, every time you are undisciplined, you are training yourself that it's okay. A downward spiral with the mediocrity, yeah, see, and that's, that's what society is going yeah, towards. But that, see, no, see, a that's lot that's of men do not want to chase Harry, that suffering. That's good, but that's not eighty percent of what but he's, he's running. That's that's the whole I- connotation, the whole idea of what he's saying. But that, I mean, that that's a good quote, like that. You know, yeah, but the denotation, Eric, the denotation of it is incredibly harmful to I think kids who I think for formidable minds, I think it's incredibly harmful to them. But for these young yes. youth, they're hardening their minds. Like that's what something like I, I think um, every school kid has you don't to do. Be a blockhead because you have to go through hell. You have the path to paradise is through hell, right? So, like, that's what you got to do. Oh, Dante's Inferno. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, continue, Eric. Yeah, doesn't it make sense, though? In order to better yourself, you have to go through hell to get there. Like, nothing just, worth achieving is easy. I just easy. feel like you could take advice from better channels. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with uh, that statement. Devin, you always agree with the guest speakers. I swear, bro. Dude, I just agree with It's like, like me against the true. world out here, man. Dude, I did, I'm telling you. I just agree with what I Drew, you, you hopping on this, too? Yeah, I'm hopping on this, God damn, I just, I just agree with what I think is true. <laughs> I don't know, but also, like, half half. Like, I believe in what you were saying and what Devin's. The world is getting solved. Yeah, the world is soft. Exactly. That's why you need people. No, like I agree. One thousand percent. I think sometimes people take things way too seriously, but at the same time, I think that there is a line that needs to be drawn at. Like, like when is too much too much, and when is not? Like, where is the where's the happy medium? Well, that's why you got to think the good outweighs the bad here, right? Because hard times they'll create strong people. Strong people create easy times. Easy times create weak people, and weak people will create hard times, and then the loop continues. That's how it works. That's why tape mentality no, I, is so important right now. It's so significant. Does tape mentality have to include his beliefs? Yeah, bro. Or can it just include, like, you know, like, tape mentality? Bro, tape mentality is the best mentality. I'm telling you. I don't know about the best mentality. <laughs> I'm more of, like, no. I think. No, I say, <laughs> listen, I agree with the mom mentality. And, like, don't listen to, like, the rubbish. Yeah, I feel like. You well, you got to choose just, what you take, of no, course. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't just take everything. You take the so de- degenerate activity and you take that with a grain of salt. Know, but most of what he says, 80% of what he says is actually true and it does make sense no just taking what you could his perspectives from, make you think yeah yeah take, it, you taking know? what you can gain from yeah don't, don't listen to the like nonsense you don't have to just like let everything he says eric is out here taking you should listen to a andrew tate speech every single day no, eric, uh, that's how you start your morning yeah, eric, eric i'm fan. so worried for you yeah, he's going to have his burner account. No he, I, taking him in I bet he runs his burner account. No, it really helps you because if no, you listen. harden your mind, right, it makes you less vulnerable. And when you're less vulnerable, you can't get hurt. Oh, and that keeps you going. But at, what age, but at what age do you think that, like, people should start hardening themselves? Like, at what age? They just start doing it as early as possible. 
That's how you become better in life. Okay, dude. I don't know about that. Nah, I don't know. I feel like maybe you ever hear the quote? You can be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So you have to mold yourself Eric, into you becoming are, a warrior. Dropping, bro, chill. You are dropping these like euphemisms as uh, as often as you can, but I feel like what is the meaning? Bro, no, it doesn't it make sense. Like, now? where is? Yeah, but I don't know if that like directly implies that quote though. Yeah. No, it does. It does. Exactly. It does. I'm telling you. Wait, no, yeah, okay, what are you saying? What's your on middle school then? What? What's your expect on middle school? Well, why do you think all these middle schoolers are trying to like work out? Like that's the first step they take their yeah, but I don't think themselves. Of but then they start like working. Well, look how himself. you said he created a cult, right? Why do you think he has that cult? That a a cult of improving yourself. I don't know that the cult. I think it's a cult. I don't think it's a cult. I think it's a pure like the whole motivation thing. Yeah, that's because of TikTok. But Tate has brought it to an entire new level. No, he's bringing masculinity. But like, it's kind of toxic masculinity. Isn't that a good thing? In a sense. It's kind of Nora, what do you think of toxic masculinity? No. What do you even know? I think it's toxic. Um, <laughs> Within the goddamn word. Good one. It's toxic. <laughs> that was a very yeah, insightful um, response you gave right there. You think Tate brings toxic masculinity? I think I think it's harmful. I I honestly think to- toxic masculinity is harmful. Like, look at the suicide rates. Like, men have a very high suicide rate. Why? Because I think that's because they're weak. Mac- Bro, you think, no, 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 you can't say that, bro. No, no, no. think about it. Think that. about it. Wait, people are depressed. Oh. Like men are depressed because they have nothing to achieve. They're not, they're not shooting for anything in life. Right. So if you're not shooting for anything in life, then it's in human nature that you feel that you're, you're not, you're not, you're not fulfilled. You don't, you don't have. No, Eric, Eric. No, no, no. No, it no. does make sense because it's everyone depressing. I know who is shooting for something in life. Is working towards it, they forget about all that depression. They forget about those feelings, and then they harden themselves to a point where they're not vulnerable, and then they don't think about that stuff anymore. Yo, like and then they make their bad. lives so much better because of it. No, no, I mean it's still. I mean, I was in the same head. exact place too. Things that are immediate. I started doing things like this, and it really helped me. So I can attest to. No, but Eric, I know other people Eric, have done I'm the same exact thing. You have a caffeine addiction. That's no, but Eric, I'm glad that it attests to your personal experience. But do you know how many stories there are of people who have gone to therapy, men who've gone to therapy, who finally reached out for help and have still committed suicide because depression is a chemical imbalance in your brain. It's not something that like, oh, one morning, oh, I'm just going to go run a marathon. Like my goal is to run a marathon. I understand that like sometimes it works for some people to set goals and stuff, but toxic masculinity like really prevents people from going to get help that they need for mental health. So that way they can learn the tools and the skills to be able to say no like this is what i want to do with my day okay like well, toxic masculinity yeah. prevents a lot of the the resources to be attainable for men all the time okay why well, do you think, think men have the highest this. suicide rate okay let's think about this drew do you talk about your feelings with other guys no that's what i feel like is um i feel like talking about your feelings up. like shows a sign of weakness you know exactly and it can always be used against so you. people in society they say that you know you that you're, you can do that right but the thing is, when you actually do it, people are less likely to be gravitated towards you. I don't know. Because it shows weakness. But why would they have to know, though? If you only tell one person, then, like, you know. No, no. I feel like why would they have to know? Someone you trust enough to be vulnerable oh, with. Or you receive you help, receive like professional help. I don't know. With the professional, I feel like it's kind of awkward to talk about your feelings. Like, what do you say? I'm sad? Like, like, nah, I mean, it would depend. No, on. but I think, I think getting over the awkwardness is better than having to go to a funeral. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've done therapy before too. I've had ADHD, right? Like I'm diagnosed with this shit, right? But the thing is, is like, I realized that at the end of the day, if what? you're able to come out like stronger and you're able to do more to improve yourself, then that, that cures it more than any therapist could ever do. And that's just from personal experience. Yeah, but Eric, you have like cool, but through therapy, you've learned the tools to be able to do some things on your own, you know? Like some people don't have that resource and some people don't have that ability and toxic masculinity definitely doesn't help with being 
okay to ask for help. Devin, what do you think? I think he's right. I, I mean, personally, like, like you know, people can say, like, oh, it shows weakness and stuff. But honestly, though, like, if you're taking steps to try and improve, like, that's not even, that's more like improving your internal state, right? If you're seeking help to help improve yourself, not everything you can do by yourself. And sometimes, you know, you need extra, you need extra guidance. You just, like, let your feelings out somewhere. And maybe, like Nor said, like, gain resources through, you know, going to therapy and whatnot. So I don't think it shows weakness. See, I, f- I understand what you say, but I feel like instead of going to a therapist, just find someone you trust, you know, to talk to. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be another guy, too. It could be a girl. It could be your friend. It could be whatever. It's like someone who yeah, is comfortable being vulnerable with. Right? Exactly. You don't have to tell the whole world. And it doesn't even have to be therapist, too. Like, yeah, right. if you have, like, if like you have a really close friend that you're... Yeah, but see, that's, like, you know, that's not good either. But, like, yeah, if, like, if you have a close friend, whatever, then that's fine. Yeah. I feel like it's easier to let it out sometimes and just, like, keep because, a bottle like, up. It, itself, it could be right? detrimental, yeah. It could lead to anger issues, just frustration. Yeah. More stress. Why do you think, like, people do, like, boxing? And... No, why do you think, like, people do, like, boxing and stuff and, like, you know, people start do- doing more physical activity to help let yeah. out whatever stuff they have inside. Men are starting to work out just to, like, relieve that stress. Yeah. To get their mind off. That's how people work out. Well, after at the end of the day, people don't want to be surrounded with people that have mental health issues because they have this negative energy. Yeah, so if you, yeah, but if you have, them, right? so if you have like, mental health issues, you just try and relieve them. So, no, like, what people do is that they'll go in the dark, they'll go ghost for, like, maybe a couple months or so. They'll figure out all their, sh- they'll figure all their shit out, right? And they'll come back a better person. But see, if you have, yeah, but see, and if, if you have mental health, wait, wait, no, if you really if you want have that badly to improve yourself, then you will find a way. No, but That's yeah, yeah, the way. Yeah, but if you have mental health issues, no, then why don't you take steps to improve yourself? You, you don't have them. Do that so badly, but you don't know the tools and you don't know the skills and you don't know how to do it for yourself. Like I think that some people are fortunate enough to have a great support system, to have a great mother, father, guardian. But sometimes people aren't fortunate enough in that situation and end up having to go. I don't know to um, therapy to. Um, a psych ward you know because or it's sometimes like schizophrenics for example like they don't think they need help until they're they've reached the bot like they've reached the bottom you know well wait, think about it this way also wait 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 yeah okay i was gonna say like what you said before like you know people people wouldn't want to be surrounded by someone that has mental health issues shouldn't you take the steps to relieve the mental health issues so you don't have them anymore and wouldn't that be like wouldn't talking to someone be an appropriate step so that way you know you wouldn't have the issues anymore I mean, you could, but I feel that like if you actually do things on your own, that then you figure out things by yourself, then it creates, it makes you stronger. I feel like it changes from person to person. Like, yes, it's, it's, no, it definitely depends on the person, right? But the thing is, is that, yeah, maybe some people will need that extra support group, but then there's other people that if you actually do things on your own and then you, you, you literally will become a better person because no, of that, because true. you went through yeah. those hardships. No, you, you should be, you should be going through stuff to make yourself harder mentally, yeah, right? Like physically. Go through their own personal battle, no? Yeah. At least to like develop. Yeah. But people, people will still go through stuff that hardens their mind, you know, makes Norse it more thinking. What, what, is, what do you think? Makes about it more resilient. Right. But I don't think <laughs> yeah. that has to be it. I feel like there's going to be other challenges that you face in your life that I think will harden you too. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just, a challenge. Yeah, it I think that there, that. I think that there are definitely situations where like, you go through them and I think that they're in your life for a reason and they help you grow as a person. But I also think that there are situations that people go through and it does harden them, but they don't need to go through it alone or there's a way to alleviate the need to be as hard as it is, or it doesn't need to be as a pressing issue in their mind. And it doesn't need to have such a large effect 
even though they're still going through it. And I think that there's sources and resources and tools to help people go through it. And I especially think that toxic masculinity help prevent so many men from reaching. I'm just saying like, if people are complaining about how their life is hard, like go go to a children's hospital and complain to those kids who are dying of freaking leukemia and talk about how your, 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 your life is so hard. Like, think about it. You gotta put this shit, you gotta put all of this in perspective. And that's when it gets interesting. Because your life is not really hard. Yeah, but you have to also put it in perspective. But if you do that for everybody, then whose life is truly hard? Like, how do you... I speak? Yeah, what do you you say? (laughs) I think that everybody deals with problems differently. Like, I believe that, like, everybody has different levels of what they can handle. And I don't think you're ever going to be dealt with more than you can handle. Mm -hmm. But I definitely believe that everybody should react the way that they need to react and, like, output the way they need to output like just because your life isn't as hard as somebody else's yeah then nobody's nobody's life is in america is as hard as somebody's life in a refugee country so nobody in america should complain is what i understand from your logic so kids with leukemia should not complain because there are refugees in the world who have no, no i'm not saying that i'm saying that you as a normal person if you're going through like little problems right because everyone has problems in life right if you're going through these problems and then you compare that to someone who is literally like in, uh, in Africa, like sub-Saharan Africa, and they're, they're struggling to literally get water every single day, right? Or you're comparing yourself to someone who got cancer at the age of seven, and then they're going through that whole process. Like, you can't really say your life is as difficult as theirs. And then when you put that in the grand scope of things, you got to think about it because your, your, your problems, they're, they're not even half as bad as what other people are going through. When you actually put that in perspective, you realize that you have to appreciate the things that you have in life versus the things you don't have in life. And that's when you get grateful because it's all about being grateful for the little things. And that's what makes people better. I think, and I think I, you can be grateful for the little things while understanding that you go through hardships in life. I don't think that anybody should compare their their downs and their um, their misfortunes in life the same way not everybody compares their fortunes in life, right? Like there are some people who are so much more fortunate than I, and then there's people who are much less, much less, much less fortunate than I, but I'm not going to sit here and compare and be like, oh, well, this person has a better life than me because um, they have their parents' cars are nicer than mine. Okay, great. But maybe they haven't gone through the same hardships that I have. Like, who am I to sit here and say, my issues aren't as bad as your issues when I don't know the full story? Maybe maybe some kids who have leukemia have the most loving and supporting family systems that kids who whose parents are loaded and the loaded kid feels so left out in this world and has no support and no love. Like, who am I to sit here and say, well, your life is harder than mine, so you don't deserve the resources and the help as this other kid? I think that everyone should deal with, especially in like a first world country, where we have so many resources available to us if we wanted to use them. I think everyone should deal with their problems in the way that they see fit. So like maybe Eric would deal with the problem by, you know, I guess going ghost and, uh, you know, dealing with it, however he wanted to deal with it. Maybe somebody else wanted to go seek help and go to a therapist. Maybe somebody else is like, okay, you know what? I'll try and mix it both. I'll try talking to a friend, you know, try and work things out on my own, see how it goes. I think, I think through each of those, you can develop, you know, good qualities and honestly become a better person afterwards because what matters most is getting rid of the issue once you get rid of the issue then you can reflect and i think that's when you really gain those qualities i mean everyone has problems right? no, no, no. See, what but i think like... eric is trying to say is that if you think you're something bad is happening to you there's always someone going through something much worse so taking yeah. a positive light you know mm-hmm. 
Like, you got to look on the bright side. Yeah. If you take a more positive outlook on things that are going on in your life, then that's how you yeah, become better. No, no, no. Because exactly. like, it could always be worse, right? You could always be worse. Exactly. So just think. Someone just, always has it worse than you. And yeah. someone always has it better than you. That's how it is. Yeah. So just keep on moving forward. There's nothing else. Exactly. I guess it's like the just keep swimming mentality. Fine, just keep yeah. going. Exactly. Yeah, just move forward. I don't know. I think, I think there are some limitations to it. And I think there are ways to adapt it to make it better for people. Mm -hmm. But I, I do agree with the just keep swimming mentality. But I also think that keep swimming with your friends and family and resources that could be available so that way you don't drown that makes sense i agree because like you know if we have help available then you know we're best utilizing it if we if we feel the need to you don't have to if you don't want to but you know it's always there for you if you need to well your friends and family like look they might they might support you to an extent but like let's say for example you're starting a new venture right there's a lot of people out there that will doubt what you do and they will believe like what you will even see opposition from your family, your closest friends, because like you, that's just the way the world is. You will not, they will, they will not like respect like what you do until you have actual results to show for it. And that's for every single person out there who has started a venture. And like, honest, that's the way it is. Like, let's say someone is starting a YouTube channel, right. And they got like 30 subscribers and they're taking a, a vlogging camera around school. People think they're like, they look like an idiot, right. Because they got 30 subscribers and they're getting like 20 views per, per like YouTube video, but they're still doing it because it's ingrained in them that, you know, they got to prove them wrong. They got to be better. So I'm saying that when you, when you have, everyone has problems, right. But when you have those problems and you stop complaining about them because no one likes a complainer and you actually go out and take action about those problems, that's why I think the Tate mentality is so crucial because you're having people that have that keep swimming mentality and are willing to go through no matter what obstacle there is to achieve like what they're set out to achieve. But that's when I would say, why not look at the Mamba mentality as a better way of looking at it? I think my main issue with the whole Tate mentality is the way that he presents um, presents himself and the way he uh, talks about women and the way he, his mentality. Mm -hmm. I think there's two types of Tate's mentality. There is the part that gets placed on TikTok and the outrageous things he says. And then there's the just keep swimming mentality. But why not look at the Mamba mentality if we want to look at the just keep swimming mentality? That's why, right? you, like, that's why I say 80% of what he says is true and 20% of what he says is not true. So but why not look at somebody who's more influential and more helpful for the community? Well, I feel like people put people like Tate, people like Kobe Bryant, people like David Goggins, they all put them on a pedestal and they're on the same exact level because they grinded for what they achieved in life. So people, Absolutely when they, not. when people think of Tate, a lot of, a lot of people that think of Tate, right? Like that are in his cult following. A lot of people put him on the same level as Kobe Bryant or someone He's like that, right? Yeah, but that's your opinion. Other people don't think that. I don't, I don't think that personally, but other people do. No, if Tate were, let's, okay, God forbid this happened, but if Tate were to have died today, he would not have the same impact that Kobe Bryant's death had on the world. Granted, Kobe Bryant did, didn't have, he had some downfalls in his life, don't get me wrong, but Kobe Bryant, we were just in DC and at the African American Museum, Kobe Bryant's name was up there. Why? Because he was influential for the youth. Kobe Bryant is still talked about to this day. If Tate were to have stop making videos right now and stop going on podcasts nobody in the world i most people in the world would not blink an eye i don't know about that 
I think he's been, he's like he's done no, he's done something that no other person has ever done. He doesn't even have a TikTok account. This guy has marketed himself to a point where he's on everyone's for you page and everyone's like everyone's social media feed. And if he were he to disappear today, then people would still remember who he so was. He yeah, people remember. People would definitely remember. People would not just blink an eye and be like, oh yeah, who who the fuck is that yeah, guy? Right? I don't think I don't but, think many people will be living by his no, words the same way as they do with other people. Mm-hmm. Following. Because, like, they benefit from posting tape. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, Kobe Bryant also had kind of, like, a following like that, right? But and they then, benefit from, like, hyping him up? Yeah, but I never watched basketball, and I could still say that Kobe Bryant was an inspiration. These are the I never, I never cared others. Yeah, but even, like, if you go to L.A. now, like, you still see Kobe Bryant's, it's been, what, almost three years now? Yeah. And Kobe Bryant's murals still up there. There, He's still up at, um, mm-hmm. he's... Kobe Bryant will be remembered for our kids and our kids' kids, you know, but Tate, can we really say that his impact is as great as Kobe Bryant's? Well, I don't really think Tate has been along. Like, he hasn't been around as long as Kobe Bryant either. So like when you look at the grand scope of things, like Andrew Tate has been around for what, maybe like a year tops. Kobe was around for what, like 20? Well, I don't think he's having the same impact. 20 something and he, he had the same impact. No, but I feel like Kobe impacted the general population more than Tate will impact the general population, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because of the if, like, if Tate cut out like the like, things he says, like that twenty percent of that degenerate nature he has, then the eighty percent that people actually like tune into, I feel like he would have the same no, effect. Kobe, he impacted everyone, mm-hmm. but like Tate is just for the guys. I feel like Tate's more niche. Yeah, it's more niche. It's just the guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and masculinity. Plus, if you really want other, but the overall like, message he promotes is a good thing. Yeah, to an extent. Like, the way he's doing it, his approach is wrong because he's also degrading. But he, he's lives. still, well, yeah, well, yeah, that, I don't agree with any of that, but like he's still gotten to a point where he's inspiring other other guys, right? And that's exactly what Kobe Bryant like It would be better if he just changed his approach. I mean, but then it wouldn't be Tate. So then there's yeah. a trade off. It would take away yeah. who he is because I mean, that's what trade-off. makes him unique. It's a trade off, though. He would lose a following if he changed the way he is right now. That would be the stupidest it's, marketing ploy he's he could like ever Sneeko, do. You know, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Sneeko's like, you know, but see, here's the thing, though. Like Eric yeah. said, Eric just made an interesting point. He said if he changed his approach, he would lose his following. So mm-hmm. does his following care about his message more or just about yeah. his content? Then because I feel like that's the same with Sneeko. Sneeko's also just like yeah, but Sneeko's on- kind of just like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just hating on woman for the views. No, dude, Sneeko, Sneeko was like he's not even close to what he was before. No, that's because he got off self improvement. Yeah, Sneeko's mm-hmm. not like you don't want to look at Sneeko. But he's still rising up. Who is Sneeko? He's just a YouTube. He's a YouTuber. He's, he's a streamer who's like Tate, but he's like he's kind of like degenerate now. Like before, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. before his videos used to be so nicely edited and like he's been in so much he's effort based, and all this stuff. And now, now he's his just message like, is just calling like, all like, women hoes. Yeah, it's now now he's just like he's kind of degenerate now. Yeah. He's like all women's are thought, all hoes. Yeah, but who is that improving though? That's not improving women. That's yeah, no. definitely not improving men. Can we say that no, no, the other twenty percent of Tate's message is improving? Our general society? Maybe. I don't know. You would watch him. You watch him more than I do. I don't even have TikTok. Yeah, I don't have TikTok either. No, I feel like. Well, I don't improve anyone. I only think it's inspired like, men, you know? I think it's a better way to put it. Yeah. Inspired and motivated. But, but there are so many better people to be inspired by than TikTok. I know, but like. I mean, but look generation. at his reach. No, no, no. Think yeah. about our generation. It's all on TikTok. So everyone's on TikTok. Like all the better people, I don't know what they're using. Maybe like YouTube or something. Not many people go as long mm-hmm. like they'll search up videos about motivation on youtube nobody does that 
on TikTok, if it pops up on your for you page and like they say something absurd, and that's what makes Tate so different. Yeah, because like, he's you'll, been you'll able to market himself doing that. Like Thirty seconds a minute. But by that logic, though, but by that logic, I don't know if you were, I don't, you guys don't have TikTok, but there was a period of time where the Menendez brothers were like the hottest thing and like free the Menendez brothers. Um, excuse me. I mean, the trial went on and there were some interesting points being made by both sides. But at the end of the day, they still killed both of their parents and they used the money and went and did something else. And just because it's presented on TikTok, does it mean I have to go blindly follow it? Does it mean that I go promote it? Does it mean I go follow everything I have to say? No, like then get your own head and make your own decisions. Like I could actively say, yes, their marketing genius is great. But you know who else's marketing genius is great? Um, all of the unhealthy junk food companies, you know? Um, like there are a hundred ways to go about something using that mentality, then everybody should be smoking jewels right now and the people who started cigarettes would be still be using cigarettes to this day. You know, like if if everything that was promoted on social media, we all followed, then who are we? We're sheeps. And that's why you choose what you take with the content. The yeah, 80 rule. Overall, the people. I'm not going to go say, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to support a political candidate because I like 20% of what they say. There's going to be somebody better for me to put my vote towards. No, I feel like just just mob. Well, I don't really think that in a, a political candidate, you're not going to agree with 100% of everything he says. Like that, that's not just no. that's just not something you do, right? But like the thing is, if you agree with 80% of what they say, and the overwhelming majority, like that, that's like who you vote for. And like you, you definitely Tate definitely has his flaws, but his overall message, what he's done for the youth and inspiring them to go out and change their lives and take action, that that is what his impact is. Even if it means like all the no, but not stuff he does. Eric, for him. That talk, for him to say that you're a pussy for going out for therapy really who who is that helping the guy who it was his last straw and he really needed help as i said it's the 20 percent that you you don't want to take you have to you have to be selective you don't you don't listen blindly to what everyone says like even if your favorite influencers would you listen blindly to 100 of everything they said because you you probably don't agree with 100 of everything they're saying so that's not that's with everyone I am a ride or die Kanye West fan. He could do no wrong in my eyes, but I can acknowledge that he is a hot mess, you know? But it doesn't mean I go out and promote and say, listen, 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 listen. Kanye West is great. He's a great musical genius. And that's where it stops. Some, what he says about black people and how slavery was just the mentality, false. Clearly it's not. History has proven itself that that's not the case, you know? Same thing with Tate. Tate has such a hold on people that I think he creates more harm than good. What do you think about that? You think he creates more harm than good, Eric? I feel that a lot of what he says is invoking discipline and getting rid of motivation. And once you have that discipline, I feel like that you can do anything because nothing can affect you. Nothing can get in your way. And then you will get that much faster to your goals. Because if you look at it, a majority of the population, they don't have the discipline. That's why there's a top 5%. That's why there's a top 1%. And the people that are in the top 5% and the top 1%, those are the people with the actual discipline. They grinded their ass off for 14, 16 hours a day, right? For decades. And that's how they got to where they are. And that discipline that Tate invokes in what he's saying, that's what he's providing to youth. And that's what the youth is going to be in 20, 30 years. And that's why, like, everyone, yeah. You're right. But I feel like the stuff that people see, because, like, like Drew said, he didn't have Mm -hmm. a TikTok account. So whatever you see, just clips clips of him that are going viral. A lot of stuff that's going viral is, you know, 
his more degenerate stuff. Yeah. Like, well, it depends. Like it really depends. Like, people are just trying to rock in views. It's not about the yeah. message he's I trying to like, portray. I feel like if more of his, like, you know, mentality stuff, like his good mentality stuff that you're saying went viral, then yeah, he'd have more of an impact. But mm-hmm. he also can't control what goes viral because, like you said, exactly. He he can, well, he can't control, like, what goes viral on TikTok, can he? Really? Yeah, but he doesn't have a camera. You know what? That's what I'm saying. He exactly. Like, but he can control what he says. Yeah. I feel like he knows he what he's going to post. He too. knows what he says. I mean, but the thing is, that's his that's his beliefs. Like, you can't take that away from him. He's not saying that for the purpose of marketing. He actually believes in what he's saying. Like, so that's why yeah, people, people are self-aware. Like, people, they don't, they, a lot of people, they're not going to choose blindly to something, right? Like, you're not going to agree blindly with what everyone says, right? No. Because you don't want to be a follower. You want to be a leader. No, but most people do fall into that mob mentality, so. Yeah. Yeah, but Eric, also going back to, like, the 1% and the 5%, Let's look at what allows them to be in the top 1%. Who was it? Jeff Bezos' parents or whose parents was it? Or Elon Musk's parents put him in private school and got him in contact with the best of the best in the business. Not everybody can afford that luxury. Granted, there are some people who work their butts off day in and day out for 16, 18 hours a day. But there are some circumstances in their life that won't allow them to do that that won't allow them to be the top 1%, the top 5% ever in their life. And they could be the hardest working people. I mean, even Andrew Carnegie, he was a rags to riches story, right? But the thing is, is that, you know, he, everyone is born in a unique situation, but everyone has the power to change that unique situation. Like Carnegie, like that's why Andrew Carnegie, he like, he created the gospel of wealth back in the 19th century or so, right? He said that through doing so, like through providing more education for these poor people that they could do what he could do because he started off with nothing and he rose up to something. And there's so many other people that have done that. And if uh, poor people stay poor, that's not, that, that is entirely something I feel that they can control because even if, even like, if you have to like scrape by doing like minimum wage jobs for a, a whole period, like they can, you can still get to a point where you can still be successful and you can still make it out with financial freedom. That's the type of guys we have on this podcast that have gone from brags to riches. And, you know, like every, every, for the last two years, we've seen it. And it just, it makes sense that, you know, people who are willing to change their lives and will actually take action to do so. And the people that really stick it out and have that commitment and consistency, those are the people that really make it. And if you have that mindset, you have that growth mindset, that's what gets you to where you are in life. And I don't disagree. I mean, like firsthand what I've seen from firsthand, not granted that I wasn't alive at the time, but my father was an immigrant and he worked insane amount of hours. And now he's created a life for me and my siblings that Mm -hmm. majority of the world will never be able to experience. But -hmm. at the same time, there are people who he works with, who work the same hours, who put the same amount of effort in that were not given the same opportunities that he had. He had a great family support system here already. His aunt was here. He had family here already. There are people who didn't have family who who he didn't who didn't have a place to live at a time, right? And so to say yes, that is true. I also believe that sometimes there are circumstances that don't allow it. I mean, I like fortunate enough, I grew up in a town that is affluent that um, has a great public school system that helped me receive scholarships that helped me um, do my education further that helped me get like, um, uh, leadership roles that, um, allowed me to areas or. Okay. But even if you were born in a situation where you got a terrible home situation and you have nothing, like you are born into nothing. Like there's examples I can bring up like Johnny Kim, the guy who was a, uh, 
Navy SEAL, Harvard medical trained doctor, now first Korean American to go to space, right? He started off with nothing. He lived in a family where his mother was abused by his father because of all the demons his father had faced in Korea, but he still made it out. Then you have Amon Godzi. He was 16 years old living in the UK and he, his mother was in three abusive relationships. And when he start, tried to start a company at age 15, his father had shut off the Wi-Fi because that's how it was. So he had, he had no choice. And when it was a sink or swim situation, it was do or die. He, he refused to let himself fail. And that's how he got to a point by 18, he was a self-made millionaire in SMMA. And he's one of the major success stories that people now look up to. They're inspired by what he did because so many people are born into that exact same situation. And that's really sad. But the thing is, even if you're born into that situation and you don't have any opportunities at all, you can still change your life. And if you, and if you believe you can, then you I won't. Agree. Exactly. I'm going to jump in. Bro. No, I agree with that. But I also think that you only hear about the success stories. Yeah, that's true. true also. So to say that, you know, people, maybe if they're like not given the same exact circumstance or not, they're not given the same exact opportunities, that doesn't change the fact that they can still make it. Even though they were born in like, yeah. because, because everyone from Monroe, 80% of the people who live here that are minorities, I would say that they're at least one of their parents is from an immigrant country and they had to like will their way all the way over here. And they get a, they had to work, work their ass off for decades. Same exact thing I'm talking about. And there's so many towns like that across the U.S. and that's how they got to where they are. So that's why, like, yeah, I, but, I if like, only, yeah. but if we only, but Eric, we're only acknowledging the success stories. There are people who put in the same amount of effort who see no result, and it's not their fault, and it's not anybody's fault. It's just the way that it is. Yeah, I feel like it's that sometimes it's work. just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it's always hard work that beats like talent and like. It's obsession. Yeah. If you're obsessed, then you'll make it. If you want it that bad, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. No matter like how much time it takes. And I think that's a reality we'd all love to believe. But I also think that sometimes it's not a reality for everybody. But I do believe if you put in hard work, you will see results. But what results? What that results to make a reality. I saw a quote also from Thomas Jefferson. It was like, the harder I work, like the luckier I seem to get. So I feel like by, by working harder too, you create more opportunities for yourself also. Yeah. And that just increases your chances. Because like, success- but I'm not saying it's like 100% guaranteed. Even if you... Even if you work super hard, I don't think it's 100% guaranteed. Yeah, so. no, no, because, like, to be successful, it comes through preparation, hard work, and failure. And you're going to fail, like, 90% of the time. And a little bit of luck, too. Yeah. A little bit. Like, I feel like with the same thing with networking, right? If you know the right people, you could reach the top much faster than someone else mm-hmm. who isn't trying as hard as you. Well, in that hard work mentality, some people would just work hard on things that are not going to generate them any income. And if their goal is to have financial freedom, they have to, they have to spend that hard that they're literally that scarce time they have doing things that are going to generate them income. So just like flipping websites or flipping Instagram pages or literally like marketing agencies, things like that. When you spend time on that and you generate high income skills, that makes you more valuable. And the whole point of life, in my opinion, is to become high value because when you become high value, you can do anything. No, but the problem is most people don't know that information. It's not like most people don't know that, but the information's out there. They just have to look for it. They have to be proactive. Nothing's going to be handed to you in life. You have to search for it on your own. So what's your opinion on this? Just staring at the camera. I mean, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. No, I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree with that statement, but I definitely think that if you have a good support system, then it'll be so much easier for you. So what I'm saying is Tate is a stepping stone. I think it's not fair to put everybody. Mm-hmm. Tate is a stepping stone. So And I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he could. But there be, are so I many. Better automatic. I think he could be used as settings, though. But I think there are so many better people for men and young men to look towards, and young women to look towards, and look for, and um, appreciate, and follow their mentality. Than yeah, I, 
what Tate gets the job done. That's the thing. Like people need that push because a lot of people don't have that. But if you have that push, which is what Tate gives, even though with all the degenerate stuff he says, but the thing is, if you have that push, then that's going to help you in the long run. And that, that's why like I, I advocate for him. That's why I think he's like, he's, he really knows what he's saying. That's how we got to where he is. Okay. Did, did you join his uh, his hustle, whatever it's called? <laughs> no, that's a scam. That's a marketing ploy. But like, that's why I say you, you, have to take, you have to take what you take with a grain of salt. You have to really be selective. And if you're not, then that's how you get like taken advantage of. That's why the whole idea of hardening yourself and not becoming vulnerable. But to what extent does hardening yourself cause more harm? I don't think hardening yourself causes that any harm. Doesn't. Not to me. I think, I think that if you, oh. I think you harden yourself at such a young age that you become immune to everything then who are you like you're just a robot at that point i think she's saying like you become emotionless you know you become nonchalant like if you, you become immune to everything no, like you should, what do you mean it's a good thing it's like you're a good thing to an extent i mean it's like, I eric if you just want to be a business robot who is chasing money for the rest of your life sure hardening yourself to the point where you're like a stone great good for you but i think life is so much more than that and i think there's so much more to life that that's why i have a 90 10 making rule. money yourself 90 percent, then 10 percent is like everything else that makes sense but i think that's why you have such a toxic work environment for so many companies i think that's why there's such a toxic work environment for so many companies well i mean i feel the people who really like for example right if you go into a law school and you analyze the people that are in there or you analyze the people who go to like freaking Wharton, right? There's like a selective personality trait they have about them, right? That they're they're so ambitious. Like the people you'll meet in law school, especially when you go, they're so ambitious to a point where like they will destroy anything in their path. Because a lot of people, there's like a lot of people, like I know you know people like this too, that make work their entire life, right? And then that's because they're focused on hardening themselves to a point where their work is work is life. There's nothing else. Like there's nothing outside of that sphere, that circle. And there's three spheres. There's work, there's there's family, and there's like there's a social life right so but the thing is is that like you know, you're focused all on work then you get to a point where those are the people that end up at the top and even though even though it might seem that you know there's like a toxic thing in these work environments it's because it, it, it's it's still a fact that the people who did that the people that were i guess they, that they hardened themselves those are the people still at the top and like, if, you, if, if people don't do that, then they're going to end up a victim. They're going to develop this victim mentality and be like, you know, it's, it's someone else's fault where I'm not where I am right now. And that's not, I don't think that's an approach to take. I don't disagree with that. I don't exactly. disagree with that at all. Yeah. Because there's a saying, especially like if you look at old literature, right? You look back at the Grapes of Wrath, right? And then you look in that book, there's a, there's a whole thing in there about how these business owners that were literally evicting all these farmers off the land during the Dust Bowl, they had, they, the, the book said that, you know, they had to be cold. Like they acted cold because they felt that they, they had to be cold in order to be a business owner. And the thing is, is that the people who get into these situations, like all the farmers, they victim mentality. They were all pushed off their lands and then they were like left to fiend for themselves. But the thing is like the people that, that did all that and they hardened themselves to a point where they're like actually cold, they're still at the top. And that's what you got to think about the trade-off here like do you do you, no, do you well, want eric i mean mm-hmm. with that with that mentality we look at shay's rebellion what yeah. happened at shay's rebellion what happened to shay's rebellion i don't i don't freaking know i didn't memorize all history you tell me you well so the u.s needed some tax yeah. money and they taxed the farmers did mm-hmm. that hurt or help the u.s government it uh, hurt the u.s government but 
the farmers were like, well, no, if you're going to treat me like this, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to allow you to tax me at such a level that it's unsustainable for me.